Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Binge Buster Show, coming to you right here in the studios of Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City, uh, former home of the Nature Boy Ric Flair and uh, the Carolina Panthers, uh, and so much more, NASCAR, and of course, yours truly, and my co-host, which I want to bring on right now, I'm talking about none other than Mr. Rock and Roll himself, Playboy Chris Plano. Chris, what is going on? Oh, Tony, thank you for that introduction. Woo, we are rocking and rolling. We are in the dog days of summer here in, in the uh, into the middle of July, and uh, things are cooking, you know, on the music scene, the pro wrestling scene, on the news front, you name it. It is, it is cooking, and we are high-flying. Man, it, it has been crazy, and I know, fans, it's been a, a couple of weeks since um, our last podcast, and uh, I just want to say I'm excited because the Binge Buster Show has gotten an upgrade. Uh, we I have now purchased and uh, and currently using uh, the new, and I'm not trying to give them a free plug, but here it is, uh, the Roadcaster Pro 2 Podcast. Uh, well, the now this thing has been upgraded. It's no longer just a podcast machine, man. Chris, I can record music. I can do Zoom call. Man, I can I can do everything on this thing. Just about. Um, so oh. I, I'm excited to use it tonight here uh, on our first episode back. Uh, but Chris, for two and a half years, we talked about the stadium tour, and June 28th, man, we were rocking and rolling in the Queen City down there at Panther Stadium. Uh, man, what a what a wonderful, terrific uh, time uh, that we had there in the uh, in the Panther Stadium, watching our our favorite bands, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett. Man, they they if 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 the Panther Stadium had a roof, they would have blew it off. Oh man, Tony, what a what a show! What a night! The stadium tour rolled uh, into Charlotte, North Carolina. I want to say it was their maybe their sixth or seventh stop on on the uh, 2022 tour. And uh, what a beautiful night weather-wise as well. You couldn't ask for a better night. It, it really wasn't that hot. It was a great summer night, crystal clear. And uh, boy, did we see some rock and roll bands between Def Leppard. Poison, Joan Jet, and the Blackhearts, and and Motley Crue. I I, I don't think we're ever going to see a, a stadium tour like 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 what we saw. And uh, boy, they did not disappoint. Um, I know we've seen a lot of different critiques and criticisms online, but hey, I was happy to be there, and it, it was great to see the boys live in action again. Yeah, and Chris, I, I'll tell you, uh, man, what a what a, a a tremendous feeling came over me. Um, because as, as everyone knows, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but, uh, the last time that I saw Motley Crue live was in 2016 in, uh, LA at the, um, uh, in, in Los Angeles at the Staples Center, uh, New Year's Eve. And then they played, of course, a couple of, or uh, probably another 45 minutes, uh, into the new year, um, 2016 and that was the last time that motley crew played live uh as a band together 
And I was there for that. And Chris, I can't tell you the yes, emotions, you mm-hmm. the emotions, the goosebumps, uh, when I heard them come out on stage there in Charlotte in my hometown. So it was kind of cool. I got to see Motley Crue play their final show in their hometown. And then I got to see them again in my hometown, um, for the reunion. And man, I, you know, like you said, a lot of mixed emotions online, people talking about this and talking about that. But I believe all my heart, man, Motley Crue brought their A game to Charlotte. And incidentally, uh, one of the cool things about Charlotte was uh, the first few shows they played, Tommy had broken ribs and only played two or three songs. And, man, in our, our hometown, Chris, he played the whole entire show and you and didn't even mention about a broken rib he just talked. He he told the people that he was happy and glad to um to uh to you know to to be back there uh in Charlotte and uh, man what 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 a tremendous time that was and as a matter of fact uh, what I want to do right now so I've got um uh, I'm, I'm no. going I'm going to pull up a video or not a video but some audio that um, I recorded um, at the show with Tommy Lee coming out and talking to um, to the great crowd on hand there in Charlotte. Here it is right here. Holy fuck! Look what got everybody out of the fucking house, huh? <laughs> Holy that, that was it fuck. right there, man. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy he, he was happy to be back uh, there in Charlotte, and, man, I was happy to see him. Man, he, you know, we really were in for a, a, a treat, Tony. I mean, um, I mean, right. Tommy Lee was playing a short set, maybe some nights as short as maybe as only four songs and then coming out playing the piano for, for home sweet home. But, uh, you know, but Hey, he played the whole set in Charlotte. I'm not sure how many people did realize it or were kind of following that news. And, but he did it so flawlessly if you didn't really know what was happening but with his rib situation behind the scenes it felt like he was behind the drums the whole time i mean he didn't he didn't miss a beat and and and, and kept up with um you know you know the, the boys out there nicky mick and vince and uh man the place was just absolutely rocking oh yeah and uh it was a great uh, i mean a tremendous show uh I, I i can't remember exactly how many songs motley Crue played but they cranked out all the hits, and they also um, played the, uh, the the uh, the 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 song from their uh, latest television show, The Dirt. Uh, I was waiting for uh, Machine Gun Kelly to pop out there, but uh, uh, because I know he was in Charlotte just a couple of days before Motley Crue got there, um, but we didn't see Machine Gun Kelly. But we definitely saw Motley Crue. And, uh, but I'll, I'll tell you another cool thing that happened there, Chris, not only, you, you know, you and I got to hang out for a little bit, um, and tailgate, you know, before going into the stadium. Uh, and then of course I went to the show with uh, a couple high school buddies, but the, the coolest thing, um, I don't know how many people that the Panther stadium holds. Um, but I know the place was sold out. It was, it was packed, uh, jam, it was jam packed. Um, but Chris, I'm, I'm sitting there on the floor and I look over, uh, in front of me, just, you know, one, one, one aisle in front of me, but over to the left, uh, as far as I could see. And I look over and I see this, this girl like looking at me and she kept looking at me and I'm like, 
man, this this girl's checking me out or something. There's something going on. I look over my shoulder, make sure I wasn't missing a fight or something. Um, but as soon as Joan Jett left the stage, uh, the, the the lady's husband sat down, and I realized, hey, I know why she's looking at me. We went to school together. So uh, I actually ran into some, some, some classmates that I hadn't saw since probably freaking middle school, and they remembered me, of course. I mean, she does follow me, and she is on my Facebook. But, you know, how cool is it? As big as the stadium is, I've got people in front of me that I went to school with that I haven't seen. And then, to top that off, I'm the, the guy I went there with, Andy, my friend Andy, he's like, uh, so as we're waiting for um, uh, Joan Jett, I mean, I'm sorry, Poison came out and played. So now as we're waiting for for them to tear down Poison stage and and put up Motley Crue stage, he says, "Hey, my boss lady's sitting, you know, on the other side here. Let's, you know, I'm gonna say in the same section, just you know, one section over." Uh, you, uh, he asked me if I want to go with him to go say hi to her. I'm like, sure. So I go over to say hi, and turns out, Chris, it was my ex girlfriend from middle school, <laughs> which was his oh, boss. God. <laughs> And and so um, I'm hanging out with her and her husband. But the the thing that really blew my mind was her little sister was there with her. And and Chris, here's the funny thing. So when when me and this girl was hanging out, uh, I think I was in like ninth grade or going into ninth grade, and she was going into the eighth grade. And uh, but her sister was a freaking baby, like two years old. And now her sister's like thirty. <laughs> it's like. I'm like, it blew my mind that I'm looking there watching her drink beer, and the last time I saw her, she was sucking on a bottle. <laughs> I was like, man, this this is this is freaking crazy. Um, but but it was also really cool to be able to you know see them and meet them and hang out and uh, and of course we we talked about the old times and new times and uh, and she told me she's like Tony, I'm I, I watch you on Facebook, I see the things you do. And, uh, man, you're, you're, you're uh, really doing good for yourself. And, uh, and I'm, I'm so happy for you. And I, and I, I thought that was, uh, that, that, that was very classy of her. And, uh, man, it was, it was, it was just such, so, so many memories, so many things happened at that show. Um, I but, know it was like, <laughs> like time sped up a little bit. I don't yeah, know. It was yeah. like, but the, but the thing is, Chris, I have to say, I don't know about you, but for me, that was definitely the longest concert I ever went to in my life, like seven hours, right? Yeah, oh, it was all seven hours. If you, if you went in right at, you know, the doors opened at 3.30 and the uh, classless act, I heard, went out at 4. Uh, unfortunately, we, we missed them. We were uh, still outside by the cars, Tony, and how doing that, you know, meeting old friends, talking to people. You know, I was hanging out with you, and, you know, finally I think we got in a little after – five o'clock i want to say joan jett was halfway through her set and um it seemed like almost the right time to go in around that time and get settled in and and you know you know joan did her thing playing all her hits at the very end of her set and and then poison was on right at six o'clock and they they did their thing tony and the and the thing to really you know um uh, talk about on the poison and we're talking about tommy uh lee and his situation but uh, the, the very next show is when Brett Michaels has started having health issues on, on this tour. And, uh, um, you know, Poison has been challenged pretty much ever since, you know, the uh, Nashville, Tennessee show, which I believe was two nights later. 
with, with, with Brett performing or short sets or not doing meet and greets. And um, so they've had some challenges on this tour as well, but the, Hey, these guys are chugging along and, and, and it's got another, uh, you know, six, seven weeks to it. Yeah. And uh, you know, like you said, he played Charlotte and then like the ne- like two days later, uh, he wasn't able to perform because he'd gotten sick and uh, yeah, uh, so it was, it was very sad. So I was thankful after two and a half years, uh, we were lucky enough and got to not only see uh, everyone play, but also Tommy play a complete full concert in his first one. Right. Um, so I thought that was that was pretty amazing. So a good time. Um, the week, uh, you know, we I, now I, I do want to mention. The week before, or not even the week, like a couple days before the stadium tour, uh, I went down to Greensboro and hung out with old Bo Cephas, Hank Williams Jr. Um, hung out with him there in Greensboro. He he played man two and a half solid hours of. He cranked out all the hits and uh, uh, really rocked the Greensboro Coliseum, and um, that was that was really cool too. So uh, so I was very happy that. You know, over a span of three days, I got to see uh, my favorite country artist, and I got to see my favorite rock and roll artist. Uh, I, I I couldn't have asked for a, a better time, um, and and it, it was a good time. And uh, man, uh, Chris, and the the rumors are going around. Uh, what are you thinking? Uh, are 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 we going to see Motley Crue on, on tour again next summer? Well, I mean, so there, there's, you know, and again, it goes back to the Charlotte show. I keep going back to that, that, that night, you know, and then the thing started, you know, with Poison and, and Tommy Lee coming back. And then all of a sudden you started hearing rumors, you know, of these bands having plans in, in 2023 and beyond the tour. And yeah, I, I think the answer right now is leaning. Yes. That I, I honestly think Tony, we may see all four of these bands, on tour next year in some capacity, whether they, a couple might be paired up or they might be doing their own thing or are pairing up even with other acts. But again, they're fulfilling dates that were originally from 2020. Yeah. And they're fulfilling them now in 2022. So these bands may have already had plans in place to go back out in 2023, which I think this, the biggest surprise would be Motley Crue of the four to go back out. But you know, people are, are, are buzzing about the shout at the devil album, greatest hits kind of tour. Uh, maybe they got it in there for one more go around. You know, I, I don't know. Uh, but I have a gut feeling we will see all four bands in some way back out on the road next year. That's just my gut feeling that I have. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that too, Chris. I, I, I really feel like, I really feel like that that we are going to see Motley Crue out on the road next year. Poison as well, and uh, who who knows who else might might come out um, and 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 do something. But uh, I'm excited. Uh, a lot, of, you know, big things happening. Uh, speaking right, of, right, I sent you the article earlier today as well with uh, Neil, Sean, and Journey, and yeah, look, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think now. Um, a lot of these bands are seeing how much success Motley Crue, Def Leppard, and Poison are having this summer, and they're and they're going to want to jump on this bandwagon of stadium tours too. Uh, so 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 that that actually may may be the thing that 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 we see happening uh, in the, in the future. Um, 
Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But I'm glad that we, you know, you know, Tony. We we caught great weather. We saw all four bands. We, they played their full set list as we expected, and because uh, some other cities have had it kind of rough a little bit with the weather, with with some of the bands, you know, with, with the Brett situation. Obviously, Tommy early on with the with the ribs. So it seems like the Charlotte show, it, 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 you know, was kind of the one to be at if you kind of wanted to see everything. So yeah, I, I think we we lucked out for a Tuesday night in late June. Yeah, for sure. It was it was a gr- great time uh, right there in Charlotte. Uh, and speaking, um, speaking of Charlotte, uh, I just crashed him in, in my studio here. <laughs> um, but speaking in Char- speaking of Charlotte, um, our good friends and, uh, and, um, great, you know, fun wrestling organization that I've worked for plenty of times in the past, uh, mm-hmm. the NAWA, uh, has got a big show coming up. Next Saturday, July, I'm sorry, next Friday, July the 29th, bell time, 5.30 p.m. It's the Rage in the Cage. Uh, and it's going to be happening at Resident Culture Brewing Company. And that's at 2101 Central Avenue in Charlotte. Uh, they're going to have food trucks, beer, pro wrestling. You know, it's, 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 it's every man's dream. Um, and, 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 um, and Chris, it's, it's going to be an awesome, awesome event. Uh, built, like I said, bell time, five 30, come, come, come to resident culture, hang out with the, with the wrestlers, have a beer, uh, grab you a cheeseburger off one of the food trucks and just have a great time watching, uh, some of the great, um, great, uh, wrestlers from the NAWA, um, to, to give you a quick lineup of the matches. We're going to have the Moonshine Express taking on yours truly, Tony Binge and Craig Classic. Uh, then we got uh, Cario, Lindsay, and Zay uh, Vega taking on the Allen Brothers. Uh, Jackson Cage and Dre White taking on AJ Frost and Nick Fury. JP Lehman, my old tag team partner, uh, taking on Thomas Extreme. And then the legend, uh, Chief J Eagle, I know you know this this name, Chris. Oh yeah, uh, taking on Big Donnie, uh, and then we got Johnny Ryder taking on Will Bannon, and then the main event is the Rage in the Cage. Uh, and from what I understand, it's going to be almost like a cage match battle royal. Um, bring bring what you want to the ring, come as you are. Uh, last, oh man, last man standing is the winner. I can't wait. Uh, Chris, I'm excited for this. Man, it sounds like it is going to be a uh, a good time at the brewery in, in, in Charlotte. You know, what do you want? Cold beer, soft drinks, food trucks, and some good old pro wrestling. I mean, you can't ask for anything else. And, uh, boy, it, it is going to be. I mean, from top to bottom, it looks like a solid card. I know, Tony, you, you got your work cut out for you. Um that day, but man, I mean, what what a great way to come on out and uh, an exciting main event as well. That looks like it's going to be a barn burner. Yeah, uh, it definitely is. NAWA's first show back uh, in several weeks. They they usually take off the summer uh, because let, let's be honest, there, there's not a lot going on in the summer. Everybody's going on vacation. It's hard to you know it, it's it's hard to to, to draw a, a big crowd to an independent show during the summertime. So. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely a good time to, you know, take a little break and, um, 
uh, you know, and everybody can recharge their batteries. But this one's kind of like a, uh, you know, a warm-up kind of deal. Uh, but uh, it, it may be a warm-up, but the action's going to be hot and heavy. Uh, and I, I know I can't wait to get there. Uh, and the cool thing, Chris, it's only just a few minutes from my house, not far from your house. So if uh, you want to come out and drink some beers with me, hang out, and help me kick somebody's ass, man, come on down. We might have to have some fun with this one, Tony, and uh, see what's going on and talk a little smack as well at the same time. You never know. Who knows? Maybe a live podcast right there at the uh, Resident <laughs> Culture. You never know. But, hey, great brewery. And, God, there's just so many darn breweries in the in the Charlotte and the surrounding area. But, you know, the, some great craft beer. And come on out and, uh, yeah, and, and, and enjoy a nice uh, summer afternoon into the evening and, uh, you know, have, have, a, have a great time in the Queen City. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going to be really fun. Uh, I can't wait for that. Uh, now, staying on our wrestling um, uh, talk, uh, the the big the uh, big uh, rumor, innuendos, whatever you want to call it, happening right now is Ric Flair's final match, Ric Flair's last match, July thirty first, in Nashville, Tennessee, Chris. Um, and, and, and unless you've been living under a rock, I'm sure that, uh, uh, that mm-hmm. everyone knows what's been going on as Jay lethal and Jeff Jarrett attack Ric Flair in the parking lot, uh, with David Crockett watching on, uh, to set up this match, uh, tag team match as the main event for this. Uh, you know, uh, they, they really through th- even threw me a swerve because, my sources told me that it was going to be Ric Flair and FTR taking on Sting and the Rock and Roll Express. That was it, fans. That was the match that I was told was going to happen. Um, but I guess Jay Lethal getting pissed off that he couldn't be on the show. Uh, all this has changed now. FTR, not on the show. Sting, not on the show. And now we've got a tag team grudge match, main event, Ric Flair and his son-in-law, Andrade, taking on Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay, Le- Jay Lethal. Uh, Chris, what do you think about this? Well, Tony, this, this uh, ever since the announcement, the match has really ebbed and flowed. Um, you know, we there were talks of a of a singles match. There was talks of a six man tag, a regular tag. Uh, I mean, it's gone all over the place. The, the amount of names that have been announced both publicly and privately has been just kind of crazy. A little bit, <laughs> in my opinion, um, you know. The event's been moved to a couple of different venues in the Nashville area. I think they've settled finally on the auditorium. Um, the match is an interesting one. I, I don't think it, it was on anyone's radar, personally, uh, as far as both Flair's partners, partner and opponents. Um yeah, and I really don't even know many of the undercard matches as well. I know they're utilizing other promotions. There's international wrestlers on the show uh, as well. Obviously, we know Jeff Jarrett is in town for SummerSlam the night before. Um, you know, we do know that he's a referee in the uh, in the uh, tag team title match, I believe, that evening for SummerSlam. Uh, so. 
Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this could go on. Uh, my rate of directions, um, you know, there is really no history between, at least in my knowledge, of, of Jeff Jarrett and, and, and Ric Flair in the ring at, 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 at any level. Uh, and from a tag team standpoint, you know, I, 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 you know, it looks like Flair's uh, family member may be carrying the load that evening. Um, even more so now in a tag team versus a six man. Yeah. Um, and, and it's pretty daggone amazing. Uh, the way, the way this thing was set up, um, if 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 uh, you're in the business and and you know uh, what Hardway is, um, that's definitely what happened during this because you can hear Ric Flair in the video uh, and 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 incidentally, if uh, you want to see the what what we're talking about, go to RicFlair'sLastMatch.com and uh, they've they actually had the video up. Uh, just just click on the first video and it shows you uh, Jay Lethal. Uh, confronting Ric Flair in the parking lot. But, uh, man, talk about drawing some heat. They drew some heat. And Yeah, this uh, is old school. This is definitely an old school tactic storyline. Yeah. Here, you know, from the NWA storybook. I mean, we, you know, how many times have we seen Dusty attacked and right. Nikita and Sting back in the day, you know, and just set up angles, whether it be for the Great American Bash, Starcade, whatever we're talking about. So this is definitely an old school, you know, Ric Flair storyline here. And then, mm -hmm. you know, a nod to the Crockett's and the NWA and WCW and, you know, um, Yes, it, 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 ha it has heat. It has build up. It fits because it's Ric Flair. It's Ric Flair. So it works. Yes, exactly. Anything. Could any this kind of angle work in today's modern era? I, I, you know, I, I don't know. You, you have to have that certain persona right. for, for it to work. Yeah. You, uh, know, you know, but I think in this case, it works. Yeah. And, and it's like everything. Uh, you know, almost almost everything that that Ric Flair had done over the years, uh, worked. Like you said, if if Ric Flair touched it, it worked. Uh, except for for maybe that Black Scorpion, the, the Black Scorpion deal. Maybe that 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 wasn't his best uh, highlight of his career. But uh, but incidentally, you know, uh, for whatever reason, uh, uh hold on, Chris, the phone's ringing here on the Binge Buster Show. Let, let me see who this is. Uh oh, hello. Why are you talking crap about the Black Scorpion? Uh, excuse, excuse me. Oh, uh, hello. Who is this? You come on this podcast and you talk crap about the Black Scorpion, and yet you know, uh, you know, the Black Scorpion gimmick is really what kept WCW alive during that time. You understand that, right? Well, um, I understand that the Black Scorpion, Chris, you got anything to say about this? I mean, uh, fans, can you believe the Black Scorpion is on the Binge Buster show? Tony, I'm in, I'm in shock. The Black Scorpion is here talking uh, about his time. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm shocked. How did he even get the phone number? I'm, I'm not sure. It's, it's the Black Magic. As you know, the Black Scorpion 
was the master of black magic. So I am able to get the phone number to your stinking podcast, and I come on here and I listen to it, and you guys are making fun of the biggest angle that Ric Flair was ever a part of. And see, the thing is, the only reason why Ric Flair was the Black Scorpion is because WCW was had offered me X amount of dollars and wanted me to lose. The Black Scorpion doesn't play that kind of game. I don't lose because of no reason. So I left. And then they put Ric Flair in there with my costume and really made it look like shit. But who knows? Whoa. The Scorpion could return. But right now I'm on your podcast because you guys were making fun of me. And the Black Scorpion don't play that shit. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I get it, Scorpion. Uh, Chris, I am blown away, man. I have never had. I'm a, blown away. <laughs> I've never had a. a, 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 a and the thing about it is, fans, uh, the Black Scorpion is is calling us, and this this podcast is actually being recorded. It's not even live. That's the power of the Black Magic, sir. Chris, wow, Tony, I don't know I'm what in, to I'm, say. I'm in shock right now. I mean, the Scorpion might show up in Nashville, Tennessee next week for all we know. I mean, <laughs> I, I, if, if the Scorpion can get on the podcast, uh, there, there's no reason why he can't come to Nashville, Tennessee, July 31st. Exactly. I, uh, <laughs> right. I'm going away. This is a, this is a surprise tonight, Tony. Let me tell you. I listen to this podcast, and I like what you guys do. But please, in the future, don't make fun of the Black Scorpion, because the next time, I'm going to show up in the studio. <laughs> Tony, I'm going to heed his warning there. Man, Chris, I am blown away. The Black Scorpion just came on the podcast, uh, and just like a thief in the night, he's on and he's gone. Uh, but, but, but Chris, let's, let, let, let's talk about this for a minute. Ric Flair's last match. Okay. They're in mm-hmm. Nashville. Uh, and, and we're talking, uh, the who's who's, uh, are going to be there. Cause, uh, cause you know, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're going to be doing the roast of Ric Flair. So it's not going to just be wrestlers and, uh, and, and people like that, that are going to be roasting Ric Flair. I'm, I'm hearing Snoop Dogg's going to be there. Um, uh, you know, um, I, I, I mean, they, I've, I've heard him talk about a lot of people, um, the who's who's of, of the entertainment world are going to be there, but how awesome is this going to be to see Ric Flair in a tag match with his, with nothing, you know, with his son-in-law of, 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 of all people, um, uh, and taking on Jeff Jarrett and, uh, and, uh, Jay Lethal, um, I mean, Chris, I, I don't know. Um, is it? You know, you got to think about this. Uh, Ric Flair is in his seventies. Jeff Jarrett is in his fifties. Uh, Jay Lethal's probably in his early forties. Uh, man, I mean, how how is how is Flair going to be able to withstand? Uh, I mean, let, let's get it. He is the greatest wrestler of all time, but he's in his seventies. Uh, but I, I have I yeah. have I have uh, saw some of his workouts. <laughs> 
and they're pretty intense. But 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 let's but be still. honest here, Chris. I mean, I I, I just don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where either, Tony. I, I guess only time will tell. I mean, when we originally started talking about this, you know, his opponent was going to be Steamboat. Steamboat was asked. You know, Flair knows what he's getting in, into there. Then it was jumped over. Maybe a Steamboat and Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson and a six-man. Then maybe it was Sting jumping in instead of Steamboat. Steamboat said no. And 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 now it's just taken a... Um, a turn, I believe Jeff Jarrett is 55 or 56. I mean, you know, 55 or 56 is still that kind of age. You're in your mid-50s. Right. Flair is in his early 70s. Um, you know, you, you, you know, obviously his, um, uh, you know, Andrade, his son-in-law, you know, it, you know, it's a very young. And then you got Jay Lee, you're, you're good. It's going to be interesting how this, plays out i mean you know i don't know are they using a 16 foot ring for this match show an 18 foot a 20 footer which the wwe uses a 20 footer i mean that could play a role in this thing as, as well i mean there, there's a big difference between a 16 foot squared circle and an 18 and 20 foot squared circle um you know it, it's it, this could go who knows I mean, there could be, and, and the who's who is going to be there. I heard at one time they were talking about Mike Tyson maybe showing up. Yeah, for this I, thing. I heard that. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, so I, we have heard it all. Yeah, Tyson's <laughs> going to be there. Uh, Snoop Dogg. I mean, who, who knows who's going to be there? I mean, uh, next. I mean, honestly, next I'm waiting to. Either they're going to say uh, Dolly Parton or Reba McIntyre is going to be the guest referee. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in this but, thing. But, <laughs> but, but you know something, Chris? Here, here's something else to think about, okay? So Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal have jumped on Ric Flair in a parking lot. Right. What they've right. done is something that the horsemen done back in the 80s. Do you, you, you think about the time that the horsemen jumped Dusty Rose in the parking lot? Well, they broke his arm. Uh, all Jeff right. Jarrett and uh, AJ Lethal done was, you know, bust Flair up a little bit and make him bleed. They didn't break his arm. They didn't break his leg. They didn't break anything. Uh, well, but, that's not going to keep him out of the ring. Right. But <laughs> but here's the thing that, that they need to think about. Guess who Guess who else is going to be um, in Nashville? The full horsemen are going to be there. I'm talking about Barry Windham, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson. They're all They're all going to be there. And if I was Jeff Jarrett, I don't care how old the horsemen are. Uh, they are the masters of sneak attacks, get you when you're not looking, when you least expect it. Um, I I think Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal have bit off more than uh, they can chew on this one. Well, that's right. And, and, and you know, you're going to have heels and baby faces from, from, from decades back at this event, whether it's to sign autographs, take pictures, get a peek, just to be in the building, whatever their involvement is in this thing, it's going to be big. And it's going to be real big, uh, both on for, for Nashville, for the arena, and for what they do on pay-per-view. And, and this is going to be talked about for a long time. You know, Ric Flair is the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, He's going to need – he's going to need – all his tricks in his arsenal to hang in there. And his biggest challenge is going to be the clock. Yeah. This is not going to be 
Ric Flair, Ricky Steamboat going 60 minutes here, and then, oh, by the way, put five more minutes on the clock right. after you hit 60. That's not happening. No. So, you know, this is going to be an interesting match. I mean, uh, <laughs> this is going to be, uh, you, you know, <sighs> You, you, you know, it's going to be a great match. It's going to be a historic match. I don't believe it's going to be the best match on the show by any means. There's probably going to be some great undercard talent here that could steal the show. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's going to be a lot of eye-watching eye to this. And, and I really hope that this is Flair's last match. And they're not going to pull some stunt down the road. You know, I just don't think that this is the right city for this event to take place personally, but it's going to happen in Nashville. I think there could have been some stronger cities like maybe Greensboro, North Carolina, Charlotte, Atlanta, um, where there was a lot of history with the NWA and Ric Flair, but it's going to happen in Nashville. So, so let it be. Um, I just hope they don't try to, because Ric Flair is not getting any younger either. <laughs> so, right, exactly. uh, you know, so, you know, I, I don't know. That, that's kind of where, where I'm at with it. Um, it's going to make for some great human interest. That's, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it definitely is, and uh, I I can't wait to, uh, to 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 see the outcome of this. Uh, and we, we're just like you know a little, little over than a week away, uh, so definitely um, you know definitely uh, stay stay tuned to find for, out. For yeah, for for Nashville, what do they call uh, Nashville? What uh, country music, music USA yeah, or music, music City? Music City USA. Well, well, it, it, next weekend, at least for the last weekend in July of 2022, for that weekend, it will be Wrestling City USA between you know the, the, the Ric Flair last match, the WWE is in town, and Tony, we just found out New Japan Pro Wrestling is in town with an afternoon matinee show next Saturday as, as well with their American roster and, and talent. So... Wow, there's a lot going on <laughs> in Nashville yes. next week. And if you're a wrestling fan living there or a wrestling fan traveling there, you won't have to look far uh, to, to get your wrestling fix uh, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and the, the last weekend in July. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be on fire. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And so next week, fans, when you tune in to, our, to the Binge Buster show, um, Chris and I are going to be discussing – the first ever uh, Ric Flair match that we uh, saw live, whether you know, when, mm -hmm. when, whenever we were kids, uh, we're uh, we're going to be talking about that, and then and then talking more uh, Ric Flair memories that 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 Chris and I have experienced over the years. Uh, that's going to be happening on next week's podcast. Um, Chris, uh, you, uh, do, do you have anything before we go off the air today? I mean. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. We had the Black Scorpion come on. Who knows who's going? Who, who knows? Who knows? My show I know, up next I wasn't week. I wasn't expecting all that, Tony. With the Black Scorpion uh, did arrive. I'm sure we'll have a, a special guest or two, if not next week. Some weeks coming down the line here, and uh, um, you know, hey, we're in the heat of the summer here, and uh, 
I mean, wrestling's on fire, the music scene's on fire, and, uh, you know, whether, you, whether you're watching a local band, a local independent wrestling show, or you're going to something like the stadium tour or, 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 or national wrestling and pay-per-view events or anything in between, just get on out, see what's going on. There's really almost something for everyone these days. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, let's, 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 let's try to put COVID behind us and just get out there and rock out and have a good time. Spend time with your family and your friends. Uh, I promise you, you definitely won't be disappointed because I know we sure wouldn't. Where were we with Chris? Oh, no, not at all. It was a great, great time uh, uh, to be at Bank of America Stadium. And uh, I was just tickled pink to, uh, to be out there and, 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 and to see this and, and, and to really any show that is, Tony. And just to be out there, breathe in the air, enjoy, you know, live life, still be safe about it, be cautious, know your surroundings. But at the same time, you know, you know, you know, you know have, have, a, have a good time and, uh, you know, you know, take it one day at a time. For sure. It's going to be great. Well, fans, that's that's going to wrap us up this week for the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you tune in next week as we're going to talk more Ric Flair, Ric Flair memories. Um, and, of course, I, I'm sure we'll be talking some music as well. Uh, all that's coming up next week here on the Binge Buster Show. Thank you for listening to The Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.